Relax. You're quite safe here. <laughs> Good evening, and welcome to Rock Welcome to Rock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to always give you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show here today, whether you're doing it at cnjradio.com or you're subscribed and leaving a star rating and review on iTunes and never missing one single episode. Thank you especially everybody who does that. And once again, it's time for another episode of Rock and Rank, where I play new music from this current year. It's about time I did another one of these, right? feels like it's been forever. I don't know how long it's been, really. But pretty much right after this, I've got another one coming out. I'm going to try to get these two new ones out pretty much before December, or hopefully uh, by early December. A lot of stuff. Uh, we got a lot of episodes in the bank, stuff ready to go, stuff I'm holding out on. Uh, it's crazy, crazy hectic here at cnjradio.com. Let me tell you, uh, making appearances on other shows and still got some more of those coming up so the holiday season is truly the season of the hustle and bustle and all that stuff and let's not forget rock and roll which is why we are here gonna start off the show with a great way to open up any show i think gonna play something off the latest airborne record called breaking out of hell uh yeah really dig this album my assessment of the airborne catalog so far first album is really great second album wasn't that great third one black dog barking nice rebound really good record i like that one as well and this new one was not a disappointment yes so it looks like they only have one so-so album so i do recommend getting the new album breaking out of hell if you, uh, I'm shill for Best Buy, even though they give me no money. There's an extra song on the Best Buy version called Bombshell. Cool track there. And the album got a nice score here using the Borrowed With Permission Rock and Roll Geek scoring system. Scoring 86 out of 100. Uh, Airborne, if you don't know, and you should, if you're a fan of not just ACDC, but if you're a next level Australia rock fan, and you like other Australian bands besides ACDC, like Rose Tattoo. Uh, that's another one to look into. Uh, band reminds me a lot of Rose Tattoo as much as ACDC. It's definitely a 50-50 there. And there is nothing wrong with that. You need some great rock and roll in your life. Get yourself the first, third, and latest Airborne Records. Gonna play you this one here. This is just nice basic rock song i love it it's my favorite song on the album currently so kicking off this week's episode and the latest edition of rock and rank this is the great airborne and get back up turn it up
right, there you go. Some ass-kicking rock and roll to kick off this episode of Rock Strikes 10 with Rock and Rank from 2016. That was Airborne, Get Back Up, off of their latest album, Breaking Out of Hell. Go get that one. It's a good one. All right, uh, another album that I enjoyed, not as much as the Airborne album. Actually, this one just ranked slightly under that, at 83 out of 100. Uh, but, but a cool, decent band here, Rival Sons. Yeah, anybody? Rival Sons? Eh? Uh, they got a new one out called Hollow Bones. They're having a good year. They spent the entire year opening up for Sabbath on their farewell tour. Sad I didn't get to go to that. I uh, wish I could have, and I'm sure Rival Sons would definitely be a respectable... And I'm sure Rival Sons will definitely be a respectable opener there. I've never seen them live, so I, I should have gone to it, but I just didn't have the chance. Uh, but yeah, this record's pretty damn good, actually. There's, you know, I'm more of a guy that likes hooks and, you know, overall catchy songs uh, mixed in with my heavy rock. And, and some of their songs are good. Some of their songs are just kind of, ah, you, know, you kind of forget about them after it's over. But really nothing wrong with them on the overall. So I, I dig Rival Sons, and hell, they're... They're a band that's getting attention for playing rock and roll, so I, I will support them on principle. Uh, so yeah, Hollow Bones, pretty decent record here. I'm going to play you what is my favorite song on the record currently. So here you go, off the latest Rival Sons. This is Fade Out.
All right. Fade Out by Rival Sons off of their latest album, Hollow Bones. Hope you like that one out there. If you saw them on the Sabbath tour, let me know. I'm interested to see how they are live. Uh, another band I've never seen live, and I definitely should have at this point, is The Pretenders. Pretenders have a new album out. It's called Alone, and yeah, I, 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 I would like to say I'm a Pretenders fan. I mean, I definitely have been in the past. Uh, between this one and Chrissy's last uh, solo album, I guess that was her first solo album a couple years ago or last year, between those two records, they've definitely taken a dip for me. Uh, even with the association of Dan Auerbach of the Black Keys producing this, I thought that might have, you know, uh, garnered a spark in their material or just approach to how they make records, but uh, it didn't help for me. Uh, this uh, ranked pretty low, honestly. And being nice, I ranked this at 63 out of 100. So not an album I would recommend. I'd recommend maybe skip-shotting around a little bit, downloading a couple of songs. That's about it, honestly. So I wish I could say something nicer about it, but I really can't. But I am going to play you my favorite song and what I consider to be the best song off of the record, off of Alone by The Pretenders. This is Gotta Wait. Gotta Wait by The Pretenders. A vast cry from The Wait, one of their first songs ever. Uh, and while I like that song, I said I like that song, it's the best song on the album. You can see right there, not really vintage Pretenders sounding, is it? I mean, it sounds like a good Black Keys track. But yeah, another reason why, if you're a longtime fan of The Pretenders, I honestly would say avoid it. Just didn't do it for me. Actually, it's it's currently out of my possession. I, I flipped it right away. All right, let's move on to something positive here. And I guess since Dan Auerbach couldn't help uh, Chrissy High and the Pretenders, 
maybe she should consider using this guy for the next album, a guy named Butch Walker, who, you need a song written, get that guy. That guy's got a roster of hits, and I, I like him the most when he's doing his own stuff. A uh, guy you should definitely take notice of. It's only been, uh, you know, what, about 15 years into his solo career or something like that, at least. Uh, you know, not even counting all of his other bands that he's been in before, South Gang, Marvelous 3, things such as that. And I like the guy, even though I think he produced the least best Donna's album. Not a bad album, but their least best one, Gold Medal. There's moments on it, but not my favorite. Um, but this guy, Butch Walker, man, oof. Uh, take notice of this guy if you haven't already. Jeez. Uh, this is a candidate definitely in the top five, maybe top three, with a score of 95 out of 100. So you can tell I really liked Stay Gold. You need to buy this album right away. Stay Gold by Butch Walker. There's also, if this does anything for you, uh, contributions by Roger Joseph Manning Jr., who of uh, Jellyfish fame, or in fame, uh, played with Beck, a bunch of other people. That guy's a super talent. He plays on the whole record. And another guy who plays on pretty much the whole record also is his buddy Ryan Adams. So if you're a fan of that guy, then uh, piggyback on this record. For you Springsteen guys out there, if you really love Springsteen, then you're going to love this record. Just like Jesse Mallon. If you love Springsteen, you're going to love Jesse Mallon. Same thing. You're going to love Butch Walker. Super duper Americana, but super duper pop rock at the same time. It's a damn near perfect record. By Stay Gold. I'm just going to go ahead. This almost feels like I'm playing. I am playing the single, but you're not really hearing this on regular radio. Like, I mean, this is the biggest song in the world, like if you listen to Underground Garage like I do. But for the benefit of those of you that haven't heard this song, this is the first one you should hear. The first track on this album, the title track, Stay Gold. Check it out. Well, 
Alright, there you go. Stay Gold by Butch Walker. Off of the album Stay Gold. You should own that record. Go get it. And those musicians I reference that work on there, that's proof positive that I did buy the record physically because that information, not on Wikipedia. So, yes. It's not just Wikipedia on this show. It's the liner notes of the record every time. And then maybe some Wikipedia. All right. Moving on here. Gonna play. The, the next two artists are very similar uh, as far as like probably have a lot of the same fan bases and stuff like that. One is constantly in uh, the mainstream consciousness, and the one after that really is not anymore. But I feel like almost with the albums they're putting out, it probably should be the other way around. So I'm gonna play you the more successful band first, a band that I like. And they've definitely, uh, they're kind of doing the yo-yo thing now with me, album-wise. Uh, Going to play you something by Green Day. So let's say the Green Day post-American Idiot. Didn't like the one after that, 21st Century Breakdown, I think was the name of it. Eh, it was just a, a sad sister companion to American Idiot. I do like the American Idiot record. But then after that, that trifecta of records, Uno, Dos, and Trey. Those are good. I, I like pretty much all the material on that, and I just like the idea of it getting back to basics uh with this one they went back to uh, almost definitely more i think they tried to find a middle ground on american idiot and the the trilogy and they, and they did okay with it uh this album is very top heavy as in the sense that if you're listening to this on vinyl you pretty much want to just stick to the a side of the album because that's where it's at uh, it was the album was going super well. I remember scoring this and be like, "Hey, this is uh, this may uh, wind up really high on the list this year," which may be a surprise. I don't know to some of you, but then second half it just falls apart. And uh, so, but when this album is good, it's really good. The score almost doesn't reflect it, but with a bad second half, with the exception of track eleven, the epic, because I like the epic on there. It's towards the end, second to last song. But the first half of the album good, second half meh. So it scored seventy one out of a hundred. Then, all right, that's a slightly above average, I guess. So I'm going to play one of my favorite songs off the record. I believe it's the third track. Nice back-to-basic song here called Revolution Radio. Check it out. Some Green Day for you.
All right, there you go. Playing their vintage staccato chord structure there. That was Green Day with the title track off of their latest album, Revolution Radio. Hope you enjoyed that out there. And hopefully this will be a surprise favorite for you this year like it was for me. I don't know why I say surprise. This band, once they got good for me, uh, they they never really fell off uh, with little exception. And a band that I think just based on, it's one of those things based on who they are and the name and what people may know them to be. Uh, I feel like they get judged right off the bat. And I feel like if people kind of Pepsi challenged them, then they may actually like them. So I'll tell you what, I don't do this very often here on the show. I do it more to Logan than anybody else. I'm going to do a Pepsi challenge for you here. I, I wish I could come up with a better name for that, but that's just the generation that I grew up in. Uh, for, for those of you who are under 35, Pepsi challenges, you're basically just going to go in blind and tell me if you like it or not. Have a sip of this drink and see what you think. The song's definitely heavy. And I will say they sort of a similar generation to what we just played with Green Day here. But just judge it on its own merit. And I want you to send me a message to the Rock Strikes 10 Facebook or tweet me at Rock Strikes 10 and tell me honestly what you thought of this and what your background is. What do you like? All right. So I'm going to play you this and then we'll come back on the end and I'll tell you who it is. But you're going to want to turn it up because it might get loud. Here you go. There you go. 
Hope you enjoyed that. And even if that band actually gets completely pigeonholed by a lot of people as just a pop punk band, I think that track and many of the other tracks you could potentially hear by this band over the course of their career will tell you how very uncloseted and very metal that they are. Some 41 right there. You might, Some of you might have recognized the voice and it wasn't a surprise by the middle of the song, but there you go. New Sum 41, that song was called God Damn I'm Dead Again. It's off of their new album, 13 Voices. Another great thing that happened in that band recently, uh, for a while it was just the singer Derek as the lone sole original member of the band. There was a lot of musical chairs in the lineup. But now their original guitar player, Dave, the one that everybody knows from their heyday, quote-unquote, back in the band. So now they actually have two lead guitar players, so they're able to completely metal it up, as you can hear on that song. That song is very indicative of what you can expect if you buy 13 Voices, so I do recommend that. They trounced their forefathers, Green Day, with a score of 85 out of 100. It's enough for me to say, go get that record. I don't think you'd be disappointed, especially if you like that song. All right. Another band from the 90s that, uh, you know, they really didn't do a whole lot like I expected them to. There's two bands from the quote-unquote new metal era that I've always said that I've liked from day one. One of them is System of a Down, and the other one is this band, Dope. I really like Dope. Uh, something about the way Edsel Dope writes, even if he, uh, on the surface, he might just be the guy just with his middle finger in the air going, fuck you, you know, but something about the way he structures a song and the kind of music he writes, I think he's a cut above anybody that came out in the same era that he did. I just think he's actually got good songwriting skills if you really dissect it and break it down. Uh, of course, there's enough aggro for any just stupid fan <laughs> to listen to it and enjoy it. Uh, you get all the sex and drugs and rock and roll that you can handle in it. But I think there's something in his writing that's not in any of his contemporaries. So I'm always going to back this band. Uh, I think I missed him on tour, sadly, but I'll, I'll go the next one. It's been a while since I've seen him, but... I do support them and buy their records. I recommend you two as well, at least if you if you like this kind of thing, like people like to say, when they don't want to completely go all in. But yeah, they have a new album called Blood Money, Volume 1. So either they're cursing not ever having a Volume 2 or they're going to do it within the year. Time will tell. But I was very surprised. I'm, I'm always surprised that I still stay consistent with how much I like the records. You know, they do pretty well with me. They did 83 out of 100 on the scoring system here. And I'm going to play what I think is the most accessible track off of it. Uh, hopefully helps my argument here. So this is Hold On by Dope. Check it out.
Ride from Blood Money Part 1. That was Edsel Dope and the Boys, collectively known as Dope. That was Hold On. Hope you enjoyed that. Maybe it surprised you. If it did, let me know. I'd be curious. Uh, getting back, these last three songs are kind of more of what you might know me for. So uh, really cool, solid records I'm going to play for you here over this next three. Going to continue on with something by this band, the Dead Daisies. Took me a couple of months to get this record, but once I got it, I was glad I bought it. Uh, the current lineup of this band consists of Brian Tishy on the drums, Marco Mendoza on bass, the great Doug Aldrich on guitar, a guy named David Lowey on guitar, and also on, uh, I think, some rhythm guitar, some acoustic guitar, and definitely lead vocals, because he is a lead vocalist and a half, the great John Karabi. So uh, once Karabi entered the fold, this band, uh, that's when I really started to pay attention. Uh, I'm sure they were fine before that, but I feel like Karabi can definitely make any band better. Uh, and this album is really cool. It's a super, it's, it's throwback enough uh, for classic rock fans, and I think new sounding enough for modern rock fans. I like it. I mean, these guys are not young bucks by any means, but they go hard. And they mean it, and they throw down all those great generics I could use. But just a cool rock and roll band. A lot of fun live. Uh, a couple of fun covers on the album. They do a cover of Fortunate Son by CCR. And The Who's Joined Together. Great versions of both of those songs. I'm going to play my current favorite original on here right now. Also a Kiss song title, yet not a Kiss cover. Maybe I can save that for a series I've done before if I ever visit that again. So there you go. This is the Dead Daisies with Mainline. Check it out.
right, there you go. Nice fast jam for you. Definitely the fastest song from the album, Make Some Noise. That was the Dead Daisies right there. Hope you enjoyed that. If you saw Kiss in the last few years, chances are you saw these guys live already. Really solid band. Go check it out. Make Some Noise by the Dead Daisies. Scored good there, 87 out of 100. I'm not sure if I said that already, but that's what I got, 87 out of 100. Very respectable score. All right, moving over here to a band that is no stranger to Rock Strikes 10. I played him a bunch here on the show. Uh, I even, uh, I might as well, I need to mention this, by God. Uh, this guy, Danny, sent me a message uh, about a week ago or so. Said he listened to the show, and uh, he actually does his own radio show, an actual radio show, like with a board and everything. Way more than what I do it with. Uh, but uh, he's on Monco Radio out there in uh, the Philly area. And he asked me if I come on his show last week, and it was like Thanksgiving Eve. So uh, since nobody was going to be listening anyway, no, I'm kidding. Uh, but he asked me to come on the show. How am I not going to say no? The guy listens to the show. So, hey, Danny, what's up? How you doing? I uh, had a lot of fun on the show. Uh, we basically just uh, traded off uh, tunes back and forth with the theme of, like, hey, these are newer songs by newer bands for the most part, and it's stuff you should listen to. I basically did kind of a best of Rock Strikes 10 on the show. So uh, for those of you out there, if you missed it, I was hyping it to death when uh, right up to the time I was doing it. If you missed the show for some reason, hit me up, and I will send you an MP3 of the show. So there you go. It was good times. And I played this band on the show, albeit not this song, because I played something uh, older by them. But there's a new record out by Imperial State Electric. It's called All Through the Night. It's uh, it's it's di- this band is always trying something different on each record. It's not like uh, Nick Anderson's last band, The Helicopters, where you buy a Helicopters album and you know what you're gonna get. It's the the cheeseburger factor, like ACDC or Motorhead. Uh, Imperial State Electric is not gonna rest in any kind of laurel or any kind of style. They are always gonna be rock and roll at the core. But this one, you know, I, I could point to the album Pop War, where I heard a lot of Kiss influence, and you're always gonna hear like really cool garage rock influences, you know, cause they're Swedish and they love great music. Uh, but on this one, it's a, a lot more uh, almost country based. Don't let that scare you. Uh, but a lot of cheap trick influence too. So it's like a little bit of Americana, a little bit of power pop and a little bit of that Nick Anderson style that, uh, for those of you who know it, you know it, you love it. So all through the night, I do still recommend it. It's not my favorite album of theirs, but you know, that's not really being disparaging because they put out phenomenal records. Uh, proof positive, I scored all through the night at 90 out of 100. Here's one of my favorite songs off the album currently. This is called Over and Over Again.
Alright, there you go. Some Imperial State Electric all the way from Sweden with Over and Over Again from their new album All Through the Night. Go check it out. It's a good listen there, for sure. Alright, another one of my favorites here. And we're going to close off the show with this. It's a very strong track. Uh, I was definitely looking really forward to this album. And it wasn't a total letdown. It wasn't as great as I thought it would be, but uh, neither here nor there. Opinions differ. I did score this album at 80 out of 100. I think this guy is one of the greatest singers and frontmen in rock history. You know, uh, top 10 of any genre. That includes, you know, a- after, you know, Elvis and Freddie and and Halford and Dickinson. Uh, like, he's just under that stuff. I'm telling you. D. Snyder. And not even a fortnight had passed, probably, after uh, the last ever Twisted Sister American show. They said goodbye, apparently, this year. But no less than that time had passed, and D's new solo album comes out. He hasn't put out a solo album of original material in 15, 16 years, something like that, since Never Let the Bastards wear you down. And uh, if you don't count the D Does Broadway cover album then this is really just his second solo album ever. So once again, I was looking forward to this. Uh, The good stuff is really good on it. And there's a couple of things on there where you're just like, well, that wasn't really necessary. Uh, The charity single he did, the uh, the, uh, minimalist version of We're Not Gonna Take It with the piano. And I, I don't think it was necessary to put on the album. As a charity single, yes, it totally works. And I'm fine with it. And his voice is great. Uh, but it, I think it kind of hurt the album, honestly. I think he just put it on there to kind of, you know, help sales and, and whatever. I'm, I'm not a businessman, so I don't know these things. I'm not in the business. Um, and there's really only one other song that really hurt the album. The song Superhero on there is pretty bad. It's pretty terrible. But getting into the positive stuff, the stuff that's good is really good, and it really rocks, and it's classic D. And, you know, I say classic D, but there's a lot of modern-sounding stuff on here. But I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. It's his solo album. He should do what he wants to do. Whatever's calling to him, that's what he should do. And uh, I really dig this track here. I think my favorite song on this album is the one we're going to close here off on this latest edition of Rock and Rank. This is Over Again.
right. I like that song a lot. I think that's very inspiring. And when D is at his best, he definitely inspires. That was Over Again by D. Snyder off of his new album called We Are The Ones. And I think 80 out of 100 is super respectable. So respect to D. Snyder. You should go pick up the album. Yeah, I'm looking at the playlist of how I set this up, and I didn't do it on purpose. So the last two songs, if you just read it by the song titles, it reads Over and Over Again, Over Again. Didn't do that on purpose, but that's just uh, right there. I'm looking at it right now, and it made me laugh. All right. They say start strong and end strong. Well, musically, I think we did. Not with any of my jokes or anything, but I want to thank you for tuning in to this particular episode and any episode of Rock Strikes 10. For all episodes, please go to cnjradio.com, where you can find every single episode of Rock Strikes 10, including the ones that aren't on iTunes. Hopefully we'll get that sussed out soon. But also stay over on cnjradio.com for The Synaptic, featuring Randy Brown, a true alternative, and a friend of mine. And also the great Chris with the Wrestling House Show blogs and Last Theater on the Left blogs. And hopefully I'll be talking to Chris soon. We have not been able to hook up this entire season, which makes me sad. But he's busy, I'm busy, and for different reasons. And just the time difference, it's a mess. But... Look forward to talking to him a lot during the month of December. So, Chris, if you're listening, hello. I miss you, brother. And I know you're killing it. All right. And last but not least, before we get out of here, extra special thanks to Pete and the guys from Spacebeard for the awesome outro music. Please go to facebook.com slash spacebeardband for more information. Buy their new excellent album, Gone, because it is great. And tell them that Rock Strikes 10 sent you. And we'll see you on the next one. Have fun.